Hello, my name is Michelle Deswell, and today I'm joined with the fabulous Tom Davis, stand-up comedian and character actor. You might know him as the banker from the Morgana show, or the warm-up guy, or just the local stalker on your estate. Hello, Tom Davis. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> it's worrying because you've got to come in with a voice that you, you, you kind of go, oh, should I go in as the banker? Oh, no, I'd probably just go in as the warm-up guy. And then you think, oh no, I'm just gonna go in and sound like a stalker. Hi, how are you? That's, just... that's your voice, mate. Yeah, is that? No, that... my voice is more like this. Hey, how you doing? All right. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is now. What's going on? So we want to chat about some things today, yeah. Yeah. Um, some things that have been grinding your gears. Yeah, just just playing havoc with my mind. <laughs> it's been crazy. Um, we were talking about falling around earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I fall around, and this seemed to really bother you because you you feel like um, you feel like you're being denied uh, uh, being able to fall around <laughs> without being labelled. It's it's not being denied. It's just the fact that you know I think it's unfair for an attractive woman who's not going to sort of go into being a full time lesbian to fall around with other straight women. And just go because it kind of right to me, right? It's tough enough to go and meet a girl if you're a guy in a bar or a club, right? That's that's hard anyway, you know, But if the playing field's just you and other guys and it's 50 50, that's you know, what I mean, that's all right. But as soon as you get attractive women going, oh, actually, there's nothing that takes our fancy, let's just go home together, that completely ruins it for us guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? That is that thing of looking around and going, what's my competition tonight? Everyone. <laughs> but you can um, charm them with your humour and wit. Oh, I don't put up by that for a minute. I, I hate people who turn around and go, "Oh gosh, yeah, what do you laugh in a bed?" And you're like, I, I've I spent near, I think near my, all my twenties standing in bars chatting to a girl, making a laugh, and then she just turn around and go, "Who's that guy over there? He looks he's fit." And you go, "Oh, that's my mate Stuart." Oh yeah, is he single? He looks like the strong, silent type. And he's just boring. He's got nothing to say. He's stupid. And she go home with Stuart. And you they... really are the um, warm-up guy, then, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> in a romantic sense, yeah. <laughs> later on, take to the cinema. Well, why don't you go and have sex with him, darling? See you later. Bye. <laughs> but it's funny, right? Because there is a point. Like I was chatting to um my little cousin and she was like so Michelle you're bisexual and I was like well no not really and she went yeah you are bisexual and yeah. I was like well I suppose and I was like well, how many times do you have to sort of hang out with girls I make it sound really we're just hanging out and having pinhead fights but how many times do you have to get into that situation until you go I'm bisexual because I know so many girls that you know have fun with other girls well, I it, <laughs> wouldn't say that they're bisexual but it's yeah I mean I don't know I don't know quite, quite Quite the, what the actual official sort of like stance is, but it's the thing that if you, it, it, I know you do it quite a lot, right? <laughs> no, without, right? I know you've you got do cameras it. in my house or something. A couple, there's a couple there that I've rigged up just to keep an eye on you. No, but you've done it enough to go, oh, am I bisexual? As a guy, right? You try that thing once and that's it. You and if, if I would turn up at the pub with my mates and went, yeah, yeah, bloody hell, just try it out, you know kissing guys and you know doing stuff to each other last night that's it you're gay you, you know you, you're told with that brush it's not anyone's gonna go 
yeah, I tried that out the other week. It wasn't really for me. Or someone else goes, yeah, it's quite cool just to do that like, every other weekend. You, you're that, you're tired with a brush. And you can't, there's nowhere to go with it. That's it, you're done. When you say a brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily a brush, but it's, um, yeah, it, I think that's tough. Because, you know, I thought, you know I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks you should try everything at least once. So is that what you're upset about then? Like, you wouldn't mind hanging think, out, you know what I mean? Having some fun with the boys. If the world stopped and, like, God went to me, all right, you can do, like, ten things right now and no-one's ever going to find out about them, I'd be like, load me up with some cock. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what it's like. Do you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I just think that... you Because know, like, it would be gutting, wouldn't it, if, like, you got to your sort of, like, final years and you tried it and it was amazing... And you were like, quite out loud, what, what, I've missed out years of having something that I'd really have enjoyed. But yeah, I don't know, this probably actually is, well, I'm opening up one that we wanted to. Not right? enough, by the yeah. sounds of it, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Davis. Um, but you're seeing someone now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You're dating. Yeah. Dating, yeah. Now, me and Tom were um, talking in the cafe around the corner, very uh, classy place called Cafeteria. That's great, free Wi Fi. Okay. Um, yeah, free Wi-Fi. And they let you bring in your own ice lollies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say further than that. But um, you, and, um, Tom was talking about his new girlfriend, who I met at the weekend. We were doing the Brighton yeah. Comedy Festival, um, which was... Oh, God, that your beard sounds so noisy. It's like... So we were down at the Brighton Comedy Festival and I got to meet Tom's lovely girlfriend who is gorgeous. Yeah. She's absolutely lovely. So um, I suppose now the honeymoon period is drawing to a close. We're sitting outside and Tom's like, he's now in this position where, um, or at this situation where his girlfriend's properly his girlfriend now. They're not just fooling around. It's official. Yeah. And, um, it's on Facebook. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's that thing, I think, of, um, I don't think people take a relationship seriously unless it's on Facebook. So people, you'll go, oh, yeah, you're with someone, you'll go, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing someone, I'm, I'm in a relationship, and go, Pfft. How many friends you got? On, yeah. How many friends you got on Facebook? I've got, I don't know, like two thousand and twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two thousand twenty-five. Yeah, just dropped someone out, so it was two thousand twenty-six for a while there. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm doing all right, friend-wise on Facebook. I haven't got that many people I can call in a struggle. Uh, you know, they're, they're virtual friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but everyone's aware of like what your status is. Yeah. Two thousand and twenty-five. That's quite a lot. Yeah. All of them know that I'm in a relationship with a pretty hot chick, so. Has she changed her status? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has she? We're officially, yeah. Tom Davis is in a relationship with Bleep Bleep. I won't say her name, just in case, you know. Someone will ring up and go, actually, I'm seeing her and all. Yeah, and I'll go, oh, yeah. Um, But um, I have to say, when I'm in a relationship, I never never write it on Facebook. Don't you? No. No. Not at all. How about a jinx thing, jinx? No, that's just a catalogue of future fitness, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why would I want them all well, to you, know that? You like falling around, right? So oh, shut up. So okay, let's talk about um, you and your lady and how you've... Yeah. Um, you. We were just sitting in the, the garden at cafeteria yeah. and you were just saying you've hit a point now in a relationship where you have to listen to someone else's job woes, your partner's job woes. Um, and I wonder yeah. how this feels for you guys. Like when you're seeing someone and, and you get into that point where you do start knowing everyone that they work with. 
I think it's, it's it's the thing, isn't it, that when you're first in relationships with someone, you someone that they'll build their life because you you don't necessarily meet their friends or the people they work with. So what what happens is I do it to her, and she you know she'll turn around and go, oh you know really feel sorry for Claire at the moment. You know John's being an absolute dick, and yet at first you're thinking, who's Claire and who's John, and then after about a week you're going, how's things with Claire and John, are they are they, are they, are they <laughs> any better? Or you know, how's Claire's cat? It's like you start taking an interest in people who you'll never probably meet. And like, I'm, I'll, I'll turn around and go, oh, you know, oh god, you know, Michelle the other day missed the bus, and she'll go, God, did she? And you start taking an interest in people who have literally no no meaning, you know, in in sort of in in that world, it, you know. Yeah, and it, and I, I kind of think you can almost it's like a sort of almost having a whole imaginary world that you never sort of walk into. And I suppose because our jobs are so different, right, from a conventional job where you know she goes to work sort of nine till five. Do you know what I mean? So, so the people in her, she's got a constant group of people that she works with, and that's a massive part of her life to come and talk to me about. Whereas I don't, and like, my life pretty much involves like meeting you for a coffee, <laughs> meeting various other people for coffee. <laughs> Writing some jokes and then sitting around like playing on the computer and playing with myself. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much my life. You do play with yourself a lot, don't you, Tom? Yeah, well, not as much now. I'm really cutting back. <laughs> I suppose it's like when you give up smoking. <laughs> I'm eating more. I'm coming God, I tell you, since I've cut back, I'm just eating so much more just to fill the time. God, I'm in like 15 cup of soups a day now. Oh, it's getting harder and harder out there. When I say soup, lovely <laughs> Um Tell me about stand-up and stuff. Tell me about comedy. Like, you love it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, yeah. I love gigging with you, to be honest. Yeah, I, love, I very much enjoy gigging with you, Michelle. Even though you are very um, lacklustre with your flyering skills. Yeah. Okay, guys, let me tell you about the weekend. <laughs> How we had, like, 300 flyers to give out. Tom's nowhere to be seen. On the third day, Tom rocks up. I literally called him going, mate, where are you? He's out with his bird, turns up with his bird, and, like, an hour before the gig, and he's like a couple flies then and then walks off down to the pier I was like but there's not really anyone at the pier in Brighton because they're all tourists do you know what I mean they're not from from Brighton so they're going to be going back to London Tom goes off and pretty much know he just chucked them in a bin and then came back 40 minutes later no 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 I gave them out I gave them out with different voices but I think people thought I was mad Um, they'd be right yeah I think it was just I was sort of trying to have a joke with people but what I found was Brighton wasn't necessarily the sort of place that um people wanted to have a joke it didn't feel like it was sort of Edinburgh I would find you can really get into people they're there for comedy and they, they tend to laugh Tom why are you lying don't even try listen, listen to your long elaborate lie <laughs> for why you couldn't give out flyers because you are lazy I am very lazy I, I've, ne- <laughs> I've never I've, I'm not you know I'm a very lazy man um when it, you know yeah no I am lazy I'm, I'm trying to think of things that I really am passionately unlazy about but no as a human being I'm lazy I was, I was cursed with the which I think is probably a disease which is <laughs> a bit more seriously you know God, inject him with some hard work this is this is how lazy right Tom Davis is the first thing he said when I met up with him today was Michelle have you heard about the crown pizza the crown pizza and pizza well, yeah. <laughs> which is basically a pizza 
with what is it in the crust? There's more pizza. It's like basically the crust has exploded into a taste sensation. Um, they, yeah, it's a really <laughs> maverick move actually by Pizza Hut because they've stuck like meatballs, cheese. Uh, from what I can see by the pizza, and you know, this is the sad thing about me. I, I probably should have been working like for an hour earlier, and I spent an hour looking at this pizza, 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 pizza <laughs> of the pizza, um, at, at this picture of the pizza, and working out. You remember when you were a kid and your mum and dad couldn't afford to buy you a toy you really wanted? So you used to sort of look at the Argos catalogue and go, God, but that's the coolest toy ever. That would be brilliant if I had that toy. Imagine how much better my life would be with that toy. And, and then you just sort of, oh, I could take it to school and people go, oh, Tom Davis has got that action, man. Um, so I looked at the pizza and was just just completely sort of sucked in by it. I don't like art, Michelle. Well, you, know, you show me, you know, I don't know, Van Gogh. A picture, you know, I'll just go on. That's all right. You show me a picture of a pizza. Can you name, can you name another artist? Can you Picasso, name five artists? Van Gogh, Picasso, Banksy, I suppose, um, and Neil, who drinks down at my pub, who's a piss artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm not, I'm not into art, but I'll tell you what, man. Like, I, I mean, I don't think my girlfriend would let me, but I'd have that picture blown up on our <laughs> wall when people go, What the hell's that? I'll go, Oh, that. didn't you have the the, the uh, crusty crown pizza with all the different no I didn't know that's what it was you won't be able to get them anymore until the next jubilee which I didn't actually make that <laughs> connection either did I Jay to someone goes oh well that's probably for the jubilee then he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably why they're doing it Yes, yes, Tom. It's the Jubilee next weekend. The pizza's called the Crown. What, what is the Jubilee? What's it? What's it about? Are you for real? No. What? Yeah. What is it? Is it? It's like the Queen's. It's like she's been the Queen for how long now? This is my trouble with the Queen. Right? She has two birthdays a year. Oh, mind how you talk, because I'm a proper royalist. Tom. Well, I'm not. She has two birthdays a year, and now we've got to celebrate. I mean, I don't mind because obviously we get two days off work. <laughs> yeah, not that we do a lot but then she has, she has <laughs> yeah because where, where, yeah. where do we spend our days at work down the pub doing yeah. stand up so what are we going to do on that day off so I get two days away from the grindstone listen sister but I'm like free days you know, that's free massive birthday and that's loads of presents like she needs them She's you just well Joel I am massively jealous who wouldn't be jealous of the queen of all people how does she have two birthdays a year yeah I didn't know that I say I'm a royalist I just yeah, got really into does. the last wedding which I kind of think did they you know did they push Wills and Kate to get married so we'd all get excited for the jubilee right. that was coming the next year it was like you just get the young kids on board and then next year when she has a jubilee everyone <laughs> will be really pumped yeah everyone I think speaking as a man with a receding hairline I think it was probably uh, Wills who who pushed that wedding yeah, <laughs> Kate and he was just like you know I think we should probably get married you know next week and she was like oh yeah we've only been seeing each other for a couple of months no 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 definitely let's just get married it'll be great you know you know my grand's been ill has she well yeah I'm Philip you know, you know it, it'd be really good if everyone could be there and because yeah, you know, he's pretty much cursed with everything that Charles is and baldness because Charles hasn't gone bald yet he's got baldness his ears are getting bigger his teeth are getting massive yeah, he's going to look like some kind of golem-like creature very soon. A very like, tall golem. Yeah, yeah. He's got height on his side. And the ring. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> um, uh, I don't understand about the two birthdays, though. Explain. Mm. What is that? I don't know. She's basically, she got, she's got the day she was born. Yeah. And I don't know if this is true, and uh, I could be going out on a limb here, but I think like there's something, basically, which is like the Queen's birthday. Which basically, like, no matter who the queen is, they get this special day where it's like their birthday, it's like Queen's Day sort of thing. 
I can only imagine what playing board games must have been like with you as a kid. <laughs> you know, when you're playing board games or something, they just start making up new rules. Yeah, of course. I remember playing, I remember playing drafts with my cousin and him going, no, this is called fliesies. <laughs> where you, just, you just fly over, you just fly over the board. You can just, this is fliesies. You were that sort of guy. Yeah, no, fliesies, the international rule of the uh, drafts cheat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just mentioned um, Banksy. Yeah. Right. Now, have you seen the papers today? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the papers, um, there's a really nice um, little picture that uh, Banksy's done of this like origami bird, which is on like a river bank in Dorset somewhere. Right. And I'm just sort of thought, wow, he's he's sort of venturing further out now, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's getting into the country, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know if graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> in the countryside, is all right. I don't know how, how, how Banksy's... I mean, I, I, I can sort of, you know, as art goes, I mean, I don't... It's, it is what it is. But, you know, if... Well, he's one of the three, isn't he? Yeah, if he's one of the three <laughs> great artists that Tom Davis often talks of. But um, if if you were just like... For me, that, that would kind of mean that kids everywhere could just go and like, spray paint whatever they wanted and go, well, Banksy did it, in it? So what does it matter? And, I, you know, because... Which yeah. is pretty funny because yeah. since you live pretty near Deptford, that is yeah. kind of what the kids yeah. are doing. Anyway. Well, the thing is, it's like like where I live in Bermondsey, there's like uh, a Banksy just up the road from me, and you, you walk past it, and it's generally like it's brought so much, so many people just standing like Japanese tourists standing getting their pictures done with it and stuff. And you think it's a really rough bit of Bermondsey as well. Do you know what I mean? Just down from Bermondsey Street, so I don't want to say too much about where I live, but um. Yeah, it's quite rough, and you just see all these tourists. Like you go there, like I bet on a summer's day like this, it will be Romo <coughs> full of people taking their pictures with it. So it's, yeah, it's, I, I, in a sense, I suppose you know, I'm not a big fan. I, I can walk past it, and I, I, I you probably walk past. Every, I can you walk past three banks a day if you walk around London. Like, was that a stat I've made? Up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's sort of this is coming from the man who wants a blown up picture of Pizza Hut's new crown pizza on his wall. <laughs> I, beautiful an array of colours put more colours into things that's what I'm saying um, it is beautiful today you was going on about the weather earlier wasn't yeah. the weather's beautiful yeah it's, it is amazing to have uh, it's good, I suppose it's because we've had such terrible rain as soon as you start talking about the weather life gets you really sound boring but I love the different, the I different did, seasons I did say that before we came yeah. in here Tom was like do you know what I want to talk about show and I was like I don't know Tom tell me and he went the weather and it's you know more... when you just look at someone and you think really no, really it's an awful connotation of like as soon as you mention the weather you, you think of people just going uh, two, two people on a date just going oh so this whole rain's been uh, it's been bashing us away isn't it and you, 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 bashing us away the rain yeah, yeah. it's been bashing have us you never used, away have you never used the phrase of that's some rain that bashed us bashed us didn't duck too um but you know it was more about that i i think this the, this the way people change as soon as the weather changes you know it's just as soon as that sort of the, the, the sun comes out it's just watching guys walking around and i don't do it because i haven't got the body for it i love how you're breaking down how the weather changes the sun comes out. Yeah. That's a that's a weather change. Well, the, now the sun he puts his hat on. <laughs> hip, 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 hooray! The sun has got his hat on. He's coming out today, um, which goes back as a, in comedy world to um to talking about that's a Lincoln, a callback <laughs> to falling around. But um yeah, and uh, guys just walking around with just shorts on and like sort of tops done up around their heads and 
you know, and, and I, on the flip side, I, I, what you've got I, is ladies. Yeah, I know you're going to say very this. nice. Some, 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 but then on, on Bright, in Brighton on Saturday, I saw this woman, and I'm not joking, Cheryl, she must have been about 30 odd stone of woman, and she just had like, a bikini top on and some denim hot pants. I mean, like, I don't know, it could have been a skirt, it could have been hot pants, it was just all just a, bl- a blob of mess, very little material and a lot of skin. Um, and she was walking around, and people were staring at her, and she was going, What's everyone looking at? And you know, when you wanted to go, you have friends. You have eyes. Like when you left the house, what part of you thought that was an acceptable way to walk around town? And it wasn't even she was she wasn't even on the beach. She was in the middle of the lanes. Okay, do you know what this is? Um, this is a. I've got something for you, right? Because I was sitting on the beach in Brighton, and there was loads of people in their bikini, and some girls were wearing funk bikinis. Yeah. <clears throat> As you do in Brazil. Yeah. Right. I don't know about Brighton Beach, but it was really funny. My friend turned around and she went. Look at all them girls in bikinis. And I thought, that is how English we are. That even even on the beach, it still doesn't yeah. seem acceptable to wear a bikini <laughs> when the sun is out. You know what I mean? It's like 90-odd. Yeah. And it's, you know, the seas there, it looks all lovely. And she was like, look at them in bikinis, the cheek. And I was like, well, where else would you... When else can you wear one, a bikini in this country? Obviously a little bit more cheek if there were in a thong bikini. Yeah. Uh, well, um, but still, I think just as, do you think it's all right to wear a bikini on the, the beach here you know, in England? The, the trouble I find with like English seaside towns and people in bikinis, I suppose, is the fact that if you go to sort of Spain and stuff, it's the beach feels a different part almost from the town. It for the beach, you know, um, feels sort of the beach, whereas sort of what? Well, hold on, the beach feels like the beach. No, it's but, a different <laughs> part of the town, <laughs> mate. It's where the it's well. I suppose in England we don't really have beaches, do we? We just have the sea meets the land if I'm with gonna, a couple of stones in between. If I can put it in my own words, um, it's like <laughs> the town ends here, and then the beach is where the sea's allowed to kick in and do its thing. Um, <laughs> but it's like it, it feels that the um yeah like I, I think like, I don't know what it is actually. I'm trying to. In my head, I can work this out. I suppose it's because there's stones on our this beach. This is the story of your life. So. Yeah. In my head, I can. There's a really good argument. This is why I never got into politics because people will be going, "Yeah, yeah." What do we make of the uh, referendum? To, and I'll be going, "Well, kind of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah." Actually, I probably would have been really good at politics. <laughs> have you seen the crown pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should um, we have lunch? How do I get out of this one? I know. Why don't um, we go to Pizza Hut? Now you're from Croydon, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, do the do the how do the girls dress in Croydon? The girls were dressing like bikinis in Croydon in, in November. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Croydon, to be honest with you, Croydon as a sort of basically you're either far out dressing as a male, like so you're really masculine, or as a woman you're very very feminine. And then in the middle, there's a lot of people who just just dress exactly the same. You can see couples walking down the street in exactly the same clothes, like basically which is like kappa tracksuit bottoms and. A, a, a tracksuit zip up, old school top, and a baseball cap. That's like the uniform of Croydon. Yeah, really, uh, it's isn't a uniform. It? I, a uniform which I'm still proud to wear, Michelle. Do you know what I mean? I've I, noticed. Yeah, I'm still happy. My flatmate said to me the other day, I, I, I got up and I, he was like, Yeah, the trouble is, you know, you can't walk around solo in a pair of shorts and uh, Nike air trainers. You, you look like a right chef. And I looked down and I went, I've been walking around for three years, like, since I've been working in this industry like that. And he went, Yeah, but you're you. And I thought, oh, great, that's, that's nice. <laughs> I'm not trying to be anything else. That is who I am. If you, I'm like, obviously, you can't see Tom, right? But let me just try and paint a picture in your mind. Brian, from E17, 
with a t-shirt chucked on. That is pretty much from the waist down. Yeah. That's what he's rocking. Night Gear Maxis, yeah. denim shorts, and a, a t-shirt that is sort of like a bathing ape t-shirt, but not quite. Yeah. Money. Money. Money clothing. I look like, I basically look like a really, really, really tall um, uh, teenager. So actually, the worst <laughs> thing I've had recently is I was going to a stand-up gig and a woman turned around to me and she went, oh, look, it's one of those character comedians. And I was like... No, this is me. I'm, uh, <laughs> what, what character are you doing? Like a, you know, a retarded teenager or something? I'm, no, no, these these are my, my clothes. Yeah, is that a costume you've got there, love? Are you a cockney? <laughs> now, I'm looking for a place to live at the moment. Well, you can come. <laughs> well, that's a bit forward. I thought we were only here to do a radio show. No, you're right, mate. I wasn't asking that. Right, but, um, but now I'm going through. I've moved so many times this year. I literally cannot do it again, but I have to. Right. So now I'm doing the rounds. Once again, trying to find a place to live. I was just chatting to the producer who was saying that he was um, shown him and his two roommates are looking for basically a free bedroom house and an estate agent took him in one room, which had a double bed, great, and then the second room just had two bunk beds. It's, yeah. He's just like that, there you go, that you can both be in there. To me... It's, it's just out of order, isn't it? The stuff that estate agents yeah. right. And like their ideas of what a, a second bedroom is, or even a front room. I went to go and view one place, and it had one giant window and a wall in the middle of the window. You know, like it's obviously yeah. a studio flat, yeah. and they've tried to make it into a one bedroom. It's when they lie, isn't it? And they go, um, what's that wall? That, that wall's always been there. It's, it's that, that sort of part of the, the, the decor, decor of the whole place. It's, you know, it really adds something to it. I, like, I, I think I just moved, what, two months ago. So one of the funniest things, one of the, be, the best advert I saw for a, for a flat was, um, uh, it was literally the second thing down, fully flushing toilet. Like that was something that, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to go, what? Get in here. Guess what I found? Yeah, like, like that was sort of this, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we were, we were thinking of, you know, looking around quite a lot, we found the fully flushing toilet, and uh, that was it. That sold us. You know, it's so hard to find fully running water in in England in uh, in 2012. But I love the way that they estate agents are just like the fact that you know they're and and I suppose me and you, I've dealt with so many over the years that you get you know you just know that they're lying and that this their sales power. I walked into my place and uh, I went, oh look at this place, got lovely big ceilings. And the bloke went, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, obviously big ceilings, what with you being so, you know, big, big and so, oh, you know, that's, that's a great little, you know, take it now for these, because uh, you get a lot of short seat, and you're like... You're six I've foot not, seven, yeah, you but, are a tall yeah, guy, but... but... I've noticed it, and it's also, you know, it's, it's not your sales idea, that, it's like, come up with something original and you, and it was, you know, it's just the things, and like, the bed was so small, and I was like, oh, I won't get in that bed, and he went, oh, you know, well, you know, it's actually a lot safer to sleep in a fetal position, you know, you're, you're like, <laughs> oh, you're selling me a house, or sort of, I mean, you're a sleep doctor, what's going on with you? But, I went to go and view one place that was um, above a kebab shop, right, and the house did kind of, it stunk of kebabs, yeah. obviously, because it's my, and instead of just, you know, it was, it was so obvious that it smelt rank, and the guy was yeah. like, this is handy, isn't it? <laughs> It's Andy. It, sh- it doesn't shut until two a.m. But if you fancy a kebab, it's like, yeah. mate, <laughs> I've noticed. I it's, get it. It's the way that they, they they drive you to that that property, and on the way there, they'd be like, uh, "You get driven to properties." Yeah, are yeah, you joking? Yeah, well, you do. I'm getting cabs. No, no, you get. I'm, I'm walking. You just go to their office, and they drive you there, and then they'll drop a question like they'll turn around and go, "Um, yeah, um, so do you do you like kebabs?" And you go, oh, "Yeah, quite like them." 
Uh, and then when you're in the place going, oh, I stink. Well, you said you like kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things I throw at you, like, oh, sorry, I, I, I thought you like kebabs. I didn't realise that you, you know, because for me now, they'll hear this, and like, next time I move, they'll be like, you know, we've got a lovely little place that have a pizza hut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you tried the crown pizza? Yeah, the crown pizza might be making a full time comeback. Do you know what? Um, do you know what really cracks me up about this whole process, right? Is that so? I grew up on an estate, and I was always yeah. like, you know, I want to make money, and I want to get out of here. That yeah. is, you know, I want to get. I do not want to be stuck on this estate. Not that it was a bad estate; it was beautiful. It was lovely, actually. It's yeah. quite green, you know, and all of that stuff. Um, but now I find myself in a situation where I've got just enough money to privately rent on yeah. an estate. <laughs> I'm the same. That's where I live now. And it, do you know it's um, and because we're sort of in our early thirties now, you get that thing when you're out and um, like you go to a party and you've got people who've sort of got families and you know they've got kids now and they've brought houses, and like they they're so sort of like patronising. You'll sit there and they'll go um, yeah. So yeah, of course you know when we brought this place four years ago and you know it's already gone up like a hundred grand. What with the conservatory built and stuff. I mean, Tom, you know if you've got property and you'll go no 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 I rent. Oh yeah, I mean God. God, I wish I'd rented. It's you know, you're so free. You know, was that was that why you rented? And you're like, no, because I've always been skint. I've never had any money. <laughs> it wasn't like a conscious effort to sort of like, you know, I really want to live in a load of different places. I've never had enough money in my pockets to turn around and go, I can buy a house now. I've never had that. So yeah, I find that that's the toughest thing about renting is that sort of condescending way people can be with you. Do you know what I do sometimes? Sometimes I just open up my wardrobe and 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 look at all my shoes and bags and go. You could have been a house. Yeah. Just, you, you could have been a house. Do you know what I mean? I'm tempted just to like make a little tent and have like just be like the best looking homeless person ever with like the coolest, the coolest. Like forget about cardboard boxes. Do you know what I mean? Mine just be like Hermes bags yeah. and, and Gucci bags and stuff like that. I have the same thing if I look in a mirror as a sideways profile and I look at my gut. You <laughs> could have been a house. Instead, you're built like one. <laughs> <laughs> just a horrific gut. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so bad, isn't it? But you like you like the place you're in now, don't I you? I love it. Yeah. I mean, again, to be honest with you, you know, I, I lived in uh, sort of new new build flats, and they, it, you don't they don't have any personality. And it's, I've moved back onto an estate, which you know, and it's just a straight away you get characters. All right, it's, people, listen. This is how you justify living on an estate. You go, no, it's got personality. Yes, it's got it's grit. Got great I'm people. a character actor. This is Andy for me. The first within the first <laughs> it's week. Research within the first week, a guy came walking up to me in this massive doberman. He went, "Oi, you!" And I went, "Yeah." And he went, "What, what, what are you doing around here?" And I went, "I've just moved in here, just at the corner." And he went, "All right, mate. Nice to meet you. Just keeping an eye out for things." And you thought, Christ, like, neighbourhood watch, this is amazing. <laughs> this guy is like, you know, but it was also the way he just took my word for it. Because, you know, you're just like, yeah, I think you might have to ask a few more. If you are, you know, I mean, like looking for rock, you know, because it wasn't, I thought on my feet, I was like, I just live there. Yeah, all right, all right, okay, mate, no problem, no problem. Just keeping an eye out for people's things. But they've got great characters, I do like. I do, I, I love those people that you get. And then an eclectic mix of personalities. Um. You used to you um, play a character called the banker, yeah, right. And um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but basically the banker is um, a banker type, yeah. a suit, a city boy who speaks really loud on his yeah. mobile phone. Yeah, 
which is annoying. Yeah. Okay, now I've been thinking about this a lot, right? Because I was on the bus on the way down there. There was um, a guy on his phone chatting really loudly. And I was like, man, that is annoying. But not as annoying as someone on their phone on a train. I don't know why a train on the phone is more annoying than a bus, but it just is. I suppose a bus is a shorter journey. Yeah. I'm not too sure. But I find that really annoying. And I'm like, what is it about about half a conversation that is so jarring? Like, two people talking, fine, eat yeah. it up all day. But one person talking on a phone, it infuriates me. It, it is annoying, but I think it's probably because you're only getting half of the story, in a sense. You're not getting the full... If you watch two people arguing in a bus, like, and they're going there to head and having a row, you're not, oh, I can, you're, it's quite compelling, you know, even if you're nothing to do with it. But if you're just hearing one side, you're going, oh, I want to know what they're saying on the other side of it. I, I can't stay up. To be honest with you, I, I, I was thinking the other day, I was on the train, I was just thinking, how... When, you know, when you're so close to people, you're literally... Someone could be standing like under your armpit that you'll never have anything to do, you'll never see again. And it's like, if if then someone finds that a place to go, actually, I'm going to phone my wife now and have a round with her. <laughs> you know, if they find that they're in their own, in that, that they're comfortable to do that in that situation, when you're packed in you know, a packed train or a packed bus and go, this is actually the right time to phone her and tell her I didn't like that spaghetti bolognese she made last night, I find that, I find that you know, hilarious. Has there ever been a time when you've heard a phone conversation and gone, this is really nice, like, I'm into it, like, I like this phone conversation, I can't think of any... It's like the, the, uh, the producer was saying before, I, 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 don't, I don't think, I, I, no, I think you, you basically either have someone, two people, someone phoning someone for an argument or a row, or they're phoning to say they love them. The worst part, basically, you've got three parts of it, so you, you're phoning someone to go, oh, look, I love you more than anything, baby, I can't believe I'm, you know... Or you're going up and going, yeah, I can't believe that. I can't believe that you wanted to watch EastEnders when the football was on last night. And then you get the phone call after going, hi, it's me. Oh, of course, you, you can watch EastEnders whenever you want. It wasn't even an important game. Oh, you're it, forgetting the major, the major, the most annoying phone conversation is, yeah, I'm just coming here now. I'm just oh, on my way. Yeah, I'm just trying to call yeah. now. I'm just trying to, well, where are you? Well, I can't see you. Well, why don't you wave? Well, yeah. I, can't, I still can't see. Hold on, uh-huh. hold on. The connection—that is—that yeah. is the thing. That—that—that that, that is the thread. The most yeah. annoying thing about the whole phone is the connection. And it's a connection it's, going because it, it always goes, doesn't it? It always—you always have to call the person back. And it's—it's it's amazing, isn't it? How many people still, right? Every person in the world, in it, you know, in say in England, has pretty much got a mobile phone now, right? Mm-hmm. So you know when you phone another mobile, right? When I phone you, it says Tom Davis. When you phone me, it says Michelle Deswalt, right? You know, I hate, I hate when people go, "Hi, it's me," and you're <laughs> like, "Of course, I know who it is." Like the reason, one of the great reasons that technology's moved on is so we can c- cut out all that crap at the beginning of a phone call. It can, you can literally just burst in the phone call going. So, yeah, I was just thinking about... Because we both know... You know who it is. It's like one of my favourite... And I know you're into stuff in the 80s and 90s. I used to love when you phone someone, like, on a landline, and they go, 84321. They'd read back the number. So you knew you'd phone the right number. So 6471815. Phone numbers are too long to do that with now, though, aren't they? Can you imagine? You'd be on there for ages. And you, I don't remember any numbers. I'd probably phone you five times a week. Wouldn't know what your number was. I, I, I actually still don't know my own number. No, I've been back in the country for like nearly two years now, and I still don't know my own number. And the thing is, like, you used to be able to remember like your, all your mates' numbers. Do you know what I mean? You'd have like forty numbers in your head. You'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's up to do me. 
Well, also, you'd need it for the phone box, innit? If they yeah. didn't turn up, oh my God. And I think about the times I've like waited outside Megabowl in Streatham <laughs> <laughs> for my mates who never turned up. Yeah. And you, just, you don't go, do you? Just wait there. An hour passes and you're like, surely they'll come. Oh, I've one more game of Street Fighter and then I'll, and then I'll go back outside yeah. and wait. And that horrible call, call waiting their feeling. They're not there. Yeah. Well, I suppose they're coming. Three hours have passed. They're not coming, Mish. Just go home. I remember when we didn't have a phone. And if, you, if you'd arranged with all your mates at school on a Friday afternoon, you'd all be like, yeah, yeah, we'll all meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be at there. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that quarter McDonald's, yeah, 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 we'll be there. Yeah, sweet. See you at like seven o'clock. And if you went there on Friday and no one turned up or you were a little like 10 minutes late and they'd all moved on, you wouldn't be able to go, you had to wait till Monday to go, <laughs> what happened to you lot? Like, I was only 10 minutes late. <laughs> you can't phone, you couldn't text, do you know what I mean? Couldn't email, you could write a letter. <laughs> that wouldn't get there till Tuesday. It was, do you know what I mean? You, you kind of had to think on your feet. Yeah, that's, what, that's why now it's, you, you can get away with being late whenever you want. Like back then, you couldn't. If you went there at seven, people were like, "Oh God, he's been ages." It's like two minutes past seven now. Let's go, you know. And your mum would be like, "You're not walking around quiet on your own, not this this time of night." You can walk around with another group of ten year olds. That's fine. <laughs> You'll get mugged or something. Get mugged. It's gonna be hard enough finding that lot. <laughs> it's um, it's it's kind of a shame that um mobiles and like phone technology really moved on the same time as crack did because yeah. that would have been a really good job for crackheads innit? Yeah. I've got a message for you yeah. right. <laughs> run in front would you mind <laughs> <laughs> they've got loads of energy do you know what I mean they, they need some money they're doing it for 10p if <laughs> <laughs> trying to explain to someone like what, what are you doing now when well, I'm, I'm sort of a crackhead but you know I've got a job I'm sort of a carrier pigeon <laughs> <laughs> like in Croydon I just sort of very select you know one that works on land because people don't sprint anymore like I've, I'm pretty sure like the 80s are not I sprinted everywhere like for like babes that weren't the 80s that's because you were young I know yeah but Girl, no, you don't see kids you, you don't mm-hmm. see kids kids swagger now kids swagger aggressively like walking about like yeah what what when we were kids we used to run everywhere <laughs> do you know what I mean you just go like you come out of like uh, H&V or our price back then you go quick let's go to McDonald's and you wouldn't walk there coolly you, you know even up to about 40 years old <laughs> you'd sprint there and you'd sprint past another group of kids and you'd all nod you'd just sprint everywhere do you know what I mean and you'd come home and you might you know but that's because you didn't have phones in it if you no, missed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mates would go without you wouldn't they <laughs> yeah. I've only got five minutes and I'll miss my window I've got to wait till Monday just start running it around like a herd of wild animals <laughs> one at the back who's a little bit like you know like when you watch those whole like wildlife programs with and now the lion spies the deer and there's always that one deer who's a little bit behind all the others <laughs> that's a sort of special kid I used to do like the weird walk run that yeah. was my thing I didn't officially do the run no, I, I, I was a runner <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a girlfriend till I was 22 <laughs> Shut up, did you really? No, 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 I did before. <laughs> I was like 17. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, have you seen that? Amy Childs is about... You love Amy Childs, don't you? Yeah, Amy yeah. Amy Childs from... Yeah. Well, she's not... Well, we can't, we can't say she's from TOWIE anymore, can we? No, no, I think she's... Because she's, she's got of, her own show. Well, she had her own show. It's not been cancelled. Yeah, it did get cancelled. Uh, yeah. We all I know that You know, when people go, cool, yeah, she's had a show cancelled, and you really want to go... 
Actually, it's a pretty hard thing to, <laughs> to live with. Yeah, I'm not putting it up there with starving or AIDS, but it's it's a pretty it's a close one. <laughs> it's a pretty grim grim thing to happen to anyone. I, you know, I don't care who you are. So you know, my thoughts are with Amy. I've <laughs> got some good ideas. <laughs> Maybe we could all get together. Yeah. You know, me, you, Amy, and uh, Peter Andre all just sitting at the table. That'd be a reality show to look at. God. No. no. <laughs> oh, talking of God, um, you showed me. Well, we'll talk about Amy Charles yeah. in a minute. But you showed me a picture today on yeah. the internet, um, on the internet, on the of, um, of of a young lady who has got the word God tattooed on her forehead. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's brilliant. I thought, and she looks insane. Do you think? Do you think that when she gets something wrong, she slaps her forehead and goes, <laughs> God? <laughs> Jesus on her ass. Jesus. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. You know, when mad people get into God, because um, it's, it's it's that weird thing, I suppose, that you sort of, you know, I was brought up in a Catholic background. Um, so, it shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why you're really, really, really touchy-feely. Um, so, no, but I was sort of brought up along with, you know, so you'd have your sort of, you know, religious people, but then you'd always have nutters who were just obsessed with it. It's like the guy that stands outside the tube um, shouting like, and God will come down and reap his soul and all that. And you walk outside, I think it's Oxford Circus. Oxford Circus. It's always there. Sinners into winners. Yeah. Oh, you, my God, what happened to him? You, but you think, how many people did you persuade? How many people walked up the tube going, actually, if you listen to him and you, you sort of read between the lines <laughs> and you don't let the sort of shouting through that uh, microphone uh, <laughs> dispel you from what he's, his actual message, he's a very sound man. He's a very clever... Th- you, you know, he, he can't have got anyone to believe in God. And he, in my mind, it's like, you always have those people going, oh, yeah, you know, why did you kill your wife and kids? God told me to. And you're like, really, did he? <laughs> I mean, it just feels like a real cop-out. And if God's going to speak to people, why does he speak to these absolute lunatics? <laughs> why does he yeah. only speak to the nutters? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's... <laughs> I just love the, the thought of that woman getting that tattooed on her head. She thought it might get her into heaven. Because I'd love the thought of... If she doesn't get into heaven, she's got to spend eternity in hell walking around with God tattooed on her forehead. <laughs> it's just going to be really sad. <laughs> I've just got like, I'm like, wow, you, re- you really are religious, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, no, I've got a lot of religious, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Amy Childs. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Childs is um, getting another, yeah. yeah, she's getting another boob job. Right. Um, she's taking herself from a 32C to a 32 double D. Right. Um, apparently, she's only 21, you know, Amy Charles. She's done a she? really good job. Yeah, 21 years old. I'm, I'm I'm a fan, to be honest. I think she's gorgeous. I love yeah. her. She looks um, older than 21, though. Well, tanning the do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cook yourself on a sunbed for the, for a couple of years. That's what happened. But um, but she does look good. Well, she looks about 27, really. Yeah, she? yeah. <laughs> she looks good for a 27-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great for a twenty-one-year-old? Um, she's uh, yeah, so she's twenty-one. She's having a second boob job, and um, I'm quite excited to yeah, see the end result. <laughs> she's going bigger, badder, bolder than before. She's. I, I still have that thing. It's really you know, I, I'm terrible with boob sizes. It's like if someone, I, I'm, I'm, I know what obviously got big boobs. Hold <laughs> oh, on, let's have another film. No, yeah. that definitely feels like a, oh, I, but, I am bad with boob sizes. Can I have another film? It's. I mean, there's something like this horrible connotation of people who, who I hate. I remember working on building sites for years, and uh, you'd see a page, like someone had the page three girl, and you'd always have that bloke who'd turn around and go, 
yeah, what are our statistics? And you think, oh, I don't, you know, 28, whatever. And it, but I, I never knew what it all meant. It's What's all 28, so whatever? Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't quite... No, but what is that? I, that's what I mean. I don't know the measurement. I'm terrible around the measurements of... If someone's got nice boobs, I don't turn around and go, oh, fucking hell, they look like a pair of 72, 75s. It's, it's all numbers and shit to me. Do you not think? Just, you don't walk past a bloke and go, cool, you know, so he's got extra large boxer shorts on. I mean, or do you? I don't know. <laughs> yes, Having, as we, I do. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I think anyway. it, was, it must be embarrassing walking up and buying a pair of small underpants. <laughs> yeah, just a small pair of briefs, please. Don't want them to be too baggy. <laughs> um, but yeah, do, do you think that 21's too young to be getting... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Well, she, she had one before that. I think she was 18 when she, she had yeah. her first boob job. I, I just think it's a bit, I mean... Do you think it's a slippery road? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's lucky. fair to say Amy Charles is quite a long way down that slippery road. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, you know, if you were to get sort of three quarters of the road down, way down there, you'd probably, you know, I think the end of that road is Jodie Marsh, isn't it? You know what I mean? That's the gutter of the slippery road in, in the web of it. Or I, I don't know, I think it's sad because I think Amy, I'm, you know, there's, I quite like her as a person. She's quite sweet and she's quite endearing, but she is part of that, that group of people who, who don't really actually do anything. Um, and we sort of buy into their lives. And, and, you know, oh, God, Amy Charles is going out with Mark Wright. Who cares? And it, Me. They, I know you do, but... I'm, <laughs> I but, care. But there's sort of papers and there's magazines just now devoted to these people from, you know, Essex or Liverpool. And you think, does, you know, does it really matter? And, I, I, you know, without getting too serious, um, I kind of think that that has a knock-on effect to the, the way we all live. I think like, for kids and stuff, as they're... As they're growing older, they're looking at Mark Wright, who's twenty-one, driving around in a BMW, and he's got a nightclub and a big house, and they're they're living in a council estate, and they're going out and painting a wall. They're going, God, I'm a loser. I'm an absolute loser. And I don't, you know, I think if you're going to make a program about people in Great Britain, make it about real people, not these people who are sort it's of called like, Eastenders, mate. Do you know what? I love the way you're like, no, you know, Amy Child's <laughs> getting that boob job is going to affect some kid. It's don't get your boob job, Amy. <laughs> Sophie needs to pass her GCSEs. Yeah, but Sophie won't because Sophie will. I'll just get a boob job and just act like an idiot and go on a reality show. It'll um, work. Talking about reality shows, um, Alex Reed. He's the worst of them all. <laughs> Alex Reed today in the papers. Now he's um, he's he's not married to Chantel. No. Um, is it Hutton or Houghton or what's, what's Chantel's name? Chant- Chantel Hutton. <laughs> See, I know this. <laughs> I, I've got my my brain's got to have like at least like twenty megabytes or whatever you break your brain down of this worthy. So I know because I know her. I know Alex Reed's going out with Chantel Hutton. I know that Mark Wright's in Mexico at the moment. Like, these are, I don't even know what my grand's up to today. But I know all this this mindless information about people I'll never meet. Mark Wright looks fit in Mexico. He does. <laughs> he looks amazing. If you were going to suck like... extra small chunks, yeah. are they? No, no, no. He's fitted into the very... You, you, he is one guy, if you were going to play about, you would be like, yeah, you know, yeah, I just you know, did something with some guy last night. and Oh, you... Uh, and then you go, no, it was Mark Wright. And you, I think most blokes are going, oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a pretty hot piece of ass. He is, he is. Yeah. Um, he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really nice guy as well. He looks like he treat you nice. <laughs> just brush your hair after. <laughs> or just comb the bits out. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, so Alex Reed um, is in the papers today, um, 
sort of doing a kind of, you know, Demi Moore when she was pregnant, that kind of pose. <laughs> um, uh, fully clothed, but um, looking like he's pregnant. Um, and I suppose his wife's about to... Is it, are they married, him and Chantel? No, they're, they're not, are they? Couple. I think they'll get married so they can stay in the... Do you, reckon, do you reckon Preston, her, her ex-husband, Chantel's ex-husband, is laughing? Yeah, of course he is. Right I think now. everyone in the world's like... And you know the sad thing is that there, there is going to be a kid brought into this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that's going to be his parents. And one of the first things you'll ever learn is that they're both like just idiots. And they'll be like, right, basically, we, we're going to have to... You know, you're going to have to be bullied at school so we can sort of sell some more papers. Because no one's listening about us, you know, and it is that. I don't think they're gonna have to brief him on that. That is pretty <laughs> much a given. I think it, I think life is gonna be pretty sticky for old whatever his name Reed, you know, Tyson Reed or whatever they're gonna call him. But Tyson's probably yeah, not t- far yeah. off. Buffon Reed, yeah. But no, apparently they're splitting up, and they will do. They'll split up, you know, just after the kids born. And there's been loads of pictures of her just looking really miserable while he goes and She's does this. Of Alex Reed. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's going to be hard to get a picture of Chantel out and looking anything but miserable. Um, but he's doing this, is it called Men Gone Wild Tour or something like that? I think it's Men Gone Wild Tour. It's like a sort of... Yeah. Yeah. And while, 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 she's, uh, while she's heavily pregnant and having to do all the shopping and stuff and the paps keep on getting pictures yeah. of her just carrying shopping with Jeez. a massive belly just looking really really down to his credit he is going out and working don't mean he is actually i suppose he's earning a pound note so you know i mean i'm, I'm not of his. i could imagine that he is actually earning a pound note we're gonna pay you in pound <laughs> notes he's like wicked thanks he's working all of your major shops yes alex yeah of course so i'll be able to go to mother care with yes alex off you go stop stop eating that wood alex <laughs> <laughs> Those windows aren't made of ice cream. Get away. Um, uh, uh, I also saw in the papers that uh, Kerry Katona, apparently uh, there was a come dine with me with yeah. F from EastEnders. Did yeah. you watch that? I haven't watched it. I've got it You know, I've got it to watch. I, said, oh, I love come dine with me. It's and, one of my favourite yeah. shows. Yeah. That is what Sunday yeah. is for me. And I kind of think, like, is this, like, is Heather Trot going to be the, like, the English equivalent of man versus food? <laughs> <laughs> Because like that's got to be a battle food. I thinking oh, actually we could be really up against it. <laughs> yeah, cool. we we've made short work of uh, the American dude. Who have you got over in England, Heather Trot? <laughs> we'll back out of this one like the Swiss. <laughs> um, apparently, Kerry Katona turned round and was like. Oh, I can't eat all this fried food. I've just had a tummy tuck. Yeah. It's like, how much fried food was she giving you yeah. that you thought your tummy was going to burst open? <laughs> Enough to bring on a small heart attack. I, 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 you know, I, I, you know, it's horrible to keep bringing Heather Trot up. But if you're going for dinner at Heather Trot's house, you've got to assume that there are going to be quite big portions, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, it's not going to be like one of those big plates with like a little volivon in the middle of it. I think it's safe to say, yeah. Oh, God, it's really weird, actually. Like, what's her real name, actually? Because she is Heather. Tr- she's like Ev, isn't it? Ev. But yeah, that's the thing. Because she's one of those characters, I suppose, who leaves EastEnders and becomes Ev. No one knows her real name. <laughs> it's like Robbie Jackson <laughs> or Barry. <laughs> that's got to suck. Yeah, you've been written out of EastEnders, but you will always be the character. <laughs> but you get to keep the name. Mm, good stuff. I can't wait to watch that. Anyway, it looks no, really looking good. forward to it. Um, also. Beyonce is back on stage. Boom! I'm I'm really excited. Tom, don't give me that face. I'm not a big fan of Beyonce. What do you mean? I, I mean she's hot, but I don't. Yeah. You know, 
I like Dream, uh, Dream Girls. Is it Dream Girls? She did. I like that. It was a good film. I like Dream Dream Girls. It's Beyonce, mate. She's just yeah. number one. Hit after hit after hit after hit. Mm. Just had a baby with Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. Whoa. Jay-Z's amazing. I was a bit annoyed when he got with Beyonce, if I'm honest. Do you reckon um, Alex Reed and Chantel's kids <laughs> could hang out with Beyonce and no. Jay-Z's kids? You <laughs> <laughs> could have a little play date or something. I, I, don't think, I don't think any... I think you have to pay people, you know. Oh god, that, that's, it's terrible to think when that kid's going to up. I mean, that is the two scales of celebrity kids, I suppose, isn't it? At one end, you've got Beyonce and Jay Z's kid, who's going to be hanging out with Apple Martin or whatever her name is, Julia <laughs> Patron, you know, and they're going to, you know, and you kind of can sort of see them at a school or in the park, and Alex Reed and Chantel Houghton's, you know, kid comes walking past, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> staring through the gates into a world <laughs> that you'll never know where sort of like the, you know, there's gold. Like playground singing the theme tune of Prisoner Cell Block H. Yeah. He is to give me roses. <laughs> Walking around and he's pulling Alex Reed along on one of those baby leashes. <laughs> 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 he's the only kid in the world going, Come on, Dad, come on, let's get you off the swings. <laughs> Trying to go home, Mum's got tea on. Ball in the bag, something. Windows <laughs> <laughs> crispy pancakes. <laughs> Posh dinner, only on Mondays. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, usually when a kid's born, like, everyone goes, oh, my God, it's a boy. <laughs> Everyone's just going to look down at the kid and go, I'm so, so, so sorry. <laughs> this is as good as it's ever going to be. <laughs> um, so Beyonce's back on stage, right, last night. She was um, performing in New Jersey, right? She's four months ago she gave birth. She is looking trim. She's yeah. um, She lost 60 pounds. She said uh, she was pretty much on a treadmill the whole time um, since she's given birth. <laughs> what <laughs> life is that? I know. No, wait for it. And eating lettuce. She's just on a treadmill eating lettuce. But she looks fabulous, man. She I'm looks fabulous. I'm You know, I, there's got to be a sort of like, you know, a medium ground between like sort of but spending all day on a running machine eating lettuce and going for dinner at Heather Trot's house. Can't <laughs> somewhere where you just I don't know who that is. You I can like, see Kira Katona just sitting there going, Why do that? Just get a tummy tuck. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. Well which is nice. <laughs> well I, I don't I'm not a fan of those tummy tucks. You know what I mean? Because then cause didn't Fern Britain do that and then released like a DVD. No, she had a gastric uh, band. Yeah. Didn't she? So that wasn't a tummy tuck. Or, or did she have a I can't remember. What, what, what they did is they they sort of cut your stomach in half, don't they? Or put a band around yeah. it so your appetite's not as big. With the other half they <laughs> <laughs> Feed it to Kerry Katona. <laughs> Mental. Um, so I reckon that's. Is there anything else that you want to chat about, Tommy Kins? No, no, no. I've, no this has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this. It has. Poor Phil's sitting there about to cry just like yeah. that. It's been fun yeah, for so, you. <laughs> this is when we walk over and we'll feel the producer turn around and says, You know, Heather trots my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, listen, um, thank you so much, Tom Davis. It's been a pleasure. Um, my name's Michelle Diswalt. Um, thanks for listening.